You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of The Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of interviewing one of our good friends who we've gotten to know a little bit more over the past year. The best and really only way to describe him is eccentric. He's always has a smile on his face, radiates positivity, and always, always, always has a blunt handy. We are so hyped to pick his brain and hear all of his stories. So guys, please welcome Nika to The Cannabis Hangout. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Hi Nika, we're so happy to have you here today. Let's just start from the beginning. Tell us where your cannabis journey began and like when was like your first time to smoke? Okay, so it was uh, right after freshman year going into sophomore year. And it was honestly to impress a couple of girls. I had never smoked before (laughs) and so this other guy... Yeah, pulled out a, a pipe and was like, hey, I have some weed. And everybody was already down to smoke. And he was like, yeah, here's the carb, like passing it to me and explaining. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I've smoked before. And totally never anything like that. Yeah, so playing it really cool. <laughs> I uh, The bowl was already like half burnt. So I like pretty much burned the same side that was burnt <laughs> and then like didn't hold the carb. So I was just like sucking in a bunch of like burnt air. Oh, no. No, but I did it on purpose because I was like, I can't go home high. And yeah. Literally, as I was thinking that, <laughs> my mom calls and is like, Nika, where are you? And I'm like on the other side of the neighborhood, just like with a bunch of kids. And You're like, I'm definitely not getting high, mom. No. <laughs> that's, no. Not, that's not what's happening here. I ended up uh, spraying perfume all around like my face and mouth because I was like, in your mouth. <laughs> Girl, that's better than smelling like weed because my parents. That's more of an excuse to have, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. So I touched on this a lot. And I'm sure you, I think you guys have dedicated a whole episode for the stigma of smoking. Yeah. And brown people are just so like, yeah. you smoke weed, you're such a bad person, you know. It's the different. culture. We will, we'll yeah, get into, we'll that, get into that. Yeah, we'll definitely yes. get into that. We have questions. But at what point, Nika, did you find smoking was more than just smoking for you? And like, that's when you started was freshman year. When did it like catch wind? And at what point from when it caught wind, did it become more than just like getting high to like, damn, this is my like medicine. Like I see the medicinal value in this. So right after freshman year, like I said, it was over the summer. Uh, a lot of my older friends were like, yeah, after we work out, there are a bunch of big buff dudes and they were like work out and then they'd like have sessions and mm-hmm. smoke and be like, oh, it's really therapeutic. And I played soccer. So at first, like I said, freshman year, I would see like half the team go off during tournaments and then they come back high as hell. But they still play good, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, we were just were smoking, you know, this and that. And I'm like, no, you guys are a bunch of bad kids. Yeah. And I can relate. You get older and <laughs> yeah. like, half those bad kids become really good friends of yours. Right, and you're like, yeah. mm, you know what? Fuck yeah, let's mm-hmm. try it. Yeah. And with athletes and just sports in general, like yeah. cannabis has been known to just like help inflammation mm-hmm. and help you decompress or make your body feel good, especially like when you put yourself through really hard, you know. Yeah. I also feel like it would, like, I love consuming cannabis before I work out. Yes. So to do, like, something like soccer or play volleyball, I think I would enjoy it more almost. Yeah. Like, it would, it would, I would enjoy it, but I feel like it would just enhance, like, 
I feel like I would do better too. Yeah, I feel honestly. like it puts like a little cushion on like your body or like, I don't really know. Yeah. It like heals it in the way it needs to while you're working out mm-hmm. or like how. And then like if you're nervous, you just get in your own zone. Like I can only imagine being a soccer player and high and just like twirling the ball and like fucking with somebody in front of me and being like, yeah, bitch, I just scored one yeah. and I'm high. Yeah, I was a, especially as a left wing or a striker, it was really hard to like, you know, focus Sometimes, but at the same time, it was like, okay, yeah, well, we don't have to worry about the crowd. We don't have to worry about the other position. Mm-hmm. We're just worried about the couple people around you and then creating plays and finishing it off. But, yeah, there's those limits where you get way too high and you're just like, yes. oh, shit. That's you start the focusing limit. on the wrong thing and you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Have you ever played, so- like, been in a game high? Uh, when I got older, because, like I said, uh, yeah. I would at first and I wouldn't do as good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I can't really smoke and play soccer. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. uh, junior, senior year, I uh, started doing it a little bit more because I could, I could kind of like balance it out mm-hmm. and figure out what I right. could, how much I could smoke before a game and uh, just more consistent weed, you know, yeah. like more consistent weed, you know, what's going on. Yes, right, right. Yes. Your body a little bit better. Yes. But for the most part, not the freshman, sophomore, and the beginning of junior year, I really didn't. Yeah. Did you start with a gram or did you start with buying an eighth? Do you remember the first time you bought a gram? <laughs> Dude, a gram would last so long. Dude, like the so whole long. Week. It would be like, we would we would take like our $20 we'd have total, and then we'd be like, okay, let's split it. Like, everybody throws in a little bit, and the yeah. rest of the week we would have like Del Taco Tacos, like $1.27. <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid stuff like that. No reason to be doing stuff like that. But Yo, I used to do that. I used to pay, I remember me, Brooklyn, and Baylor, we would literally like $20, and we would split it and we yeah. would do a gram and it would last us literally like two days and it would be so much more worth it to just buy an eighth and spend the extra 20 because we knew we'd be doing it two days later anyways yeah. but we still just bought the gram because at the time that's all that we could afford yeah, yeah. just ridiculous stuff. isn't that crazy how that works those are good memories i know <laughs> so is there a certain strain that you've been jamming with that you just keep coming back to right now um they have this la kush cake um shout out to rod marley uh trees cannabis on the south side i think on pen, I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, you know, I just follow a blue line. That's called Google Maps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that. So don't, don't ask me about streets, locations, northeast, west. Uh, none of that. I understand that. <laughs> What's the high like? Um, I like really, really deep indica therapeutic highs. Um, stuff that's like really gonna chill you out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke too much in the mornings unless I really have nothing to do on the weekends. Yeah. Which today was one of the days just playing playing with the cat, not doing anything. Oh yeah, you uh, got a new cat. Congratulations. Yeah, such Aww. a cute little girl. Squee? Uh, squee, yes. Squee. I said that right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, squee. like short for Squidward, but squee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda sounds like squeal. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, I guess. And squeak. <laughs> squeak, yeah. Squeak. Um, squee. But yeah, just a therapeutic high. Uh something that's gonna mellow me out at the end of the day. Uh I have to deal with uh, a bunch of older people. Mm-hmm. I facilitate sales for medical equipment, so you got to call people, make sure their insurance is like yell in the phone, be like, "Hey, do you still have Medicare?" And then, yeah. <laughs> can you read the policy, or do we got to send somebody out there to read the card? You know? Or yeah. Know how to use a cell phone? Yeah. Um, well, you're they're there helping for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, sure it's also sure. like, holy shit, this old dude's yelling in my ear, and I'm good because I. Thank God I smoked this weed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I've been helping with my grandma at home, my grandma and dad, and it has been so trying. And me and my sister was Patience, like, man. man, I don't know how you do it. And I said, y'all want to know why I smoke so much? And this is why. I go, this is why. Because I can cruise through yeah, the conversation and be thing. like, oh, yeah, you want this? Okay, yeah. And just be like chiller versus like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
And I you agree. speak another language too, right? Yeah, I so speak So when Urdu. you speak with your family, you're probably like, okay, I can get this through this a lot more, not stammer through my sentences. Honestly, I stammer. I stammer Still, a lot. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's man. So I don't really speak it at home as much because I don't, I talk to my grandma, but every now and then, because mm-hmm. my mom, I mean, my mom's home, she'll just take in my grandma and my grandma can't. She's just been through a lot in her life. Like, she got married at 13. She was born in a village. She, when India and Pakistan separated, her family was massacred in front of her. She laid under a dead body so that she wouldn't get killed. Like, she's been through stuff, you know? And so, like, the other day, my sister sat down, and she was like, Subba wants to know, like, what it was like for you in India. And she was like, I don't really remember what it was like. You know, she's 92, though. Repress those memories. Yeah, and so, um, but she's a little bit like, she speaks Punjabi, and so it's a little bit harder for me to understand because it's more of a slang. Mm-hmm. And so uh, conversating is a little bit harder. But that's, I don't, and I talk in English with my mom. So it's like my earth is not as good. But as of recent, I've been having to use it more. And so it's gotten a little better at home. The more I use it, the better it gets. And yeah, it can literally be sure. within like two days of using it. But, you know. Yeah. It's good. You got to uh, hold on to those roots for sure. I know. And I, I want to. Yes. It's, yeah. it's a reminder, huh? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that sweet <laughs> reminder. No yeah. <laughs> so we all have our favorite ways to consume. And I'm pretty sure I know your answer. But tell the people, what's your go-to way to consume cannabis? So to really like relax my brain, I like the whole process of Breaking down a stick, emptying the shell, um, Rillo, cigar, whatever you guys want to call them, yeah. sticks. And uh, just rolling up, like getting to know my flower. Some people call it gross. Like, why don't you use a grinder? But I like to feel it, you know. Yes, like the everyone density, has their own. The stickiness. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. If it's super sticky, then you're like, all right, I might have to use a grinder. Yeah. yeah. If, like, I just, there's something about it, like holding the flower, investigating it, mm-hmm. breaking it. You appreciate it. Sometimes it looks like candy and you want to yeah. eat it. Yes, Brandon says that so yeah. often. <laughs> Do you ever like lick your fingers afterwards just because you think it Freak. might have that like no, Cheeto aftertaste? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what yes. I mean? I've done that. The other, I did that with dabs the I other day. That. I got some dabs <laughs> on my finger and I was like, huh. And then I just ate it because I was like, why, why would I not just... But like all the keef and the stickiness yes. that you can't get off your fingers, like I just for whatever reason don't want to wipe it on a paper towel. And like sometimes I know, I'll be I know like, what you mean. And then like and then I might get it off. All it's right, so, so weird. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, with Scooby snacks, you know how you're smoking, you get a Scooby snack. Yeah. When people try to spit it out, I'm like, why don't you just eat it? It's just more weed. Isn't it gonna get That's you high? True. So I'm like, it's already in your mouth. Why are you spitting it out? Well, yeah. Okay, well I'm a spitter outer, so maybe I'll just. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this took a turn. Just start okay. licking your so fingers. So you guys ready pretty for a story? Much. Here's the first story I have for you guys. Okay, you guys are talking about consuming weed. Um, I guess one of the unorthodox ways i'm sure some people can relate to this but um i was taking a nap and my ex and her brother were driving my car back from some small town city close to the border of texas and uh we had been smoking and then i wake up to is that a cop car as she's driving the car and i like look up from the backseat out of my nap and it's this blacked out Tahoe with like six antennas sticking out of it. And as soon as I'm like, yeah, it looks like it just lights up. And oh, I'm just like, oh, no. my God. Fuck. And going? you're taking a nap. Oh, <laughs> instant tweak mode. And I'm like, all right. So and this is like four years ago. So it's just like not su- even legal super yet. Super illegal. Yeah. And uh, we had a quarter of an ounce and it's like a full quarter of an ounce. And it's in cellophane, the little not Ziplocs. Yeah. But the no, ones that they yes. use in the like, mm-hmm. restaurant industry, you know. Oh my god! I like stick the whole thing in my mouth, but it's too big. You know? ah, so I spit half of it out, and I'm literally like munching an eighth, ripping it through the wrapper, 
chomping on it. And like their sweet grandmother gave us like a box of like cookies oh, and apple juice. I'm just chugging apple juice in the back seat. And it's just like two eights back to back. I feel it. It feels like branches in my throat. And I'm just like, we're getting pulled over. The cop is walking up to her car. And uh, oh my God. I, ask her, I ask her brother to like empty the ashtray. He rolls the window down like an inch and like hits it. And like all the stuff falls into the side of the car. I'm like, we're going to jail. I was like, that's it. That's it. Oh, that's Terrible. So cop walks up to the car and is like, Hey, I'm just telling you guys to slow down. I couldn't tell if you or that Honda Accord in front of you was driving fast. And I was like, uh, us on the Challenger? I think it was... Uh, no, nah, I'm not kidding. I didn't tell him that. As you had branches in your throat. <laughs> and I had swallowed everything. We drive off. Her brother's like, so there's no more weed? I was like, no, I ate it all. <laughs> there's any more weed. I was like, we're not in jail. I was like, I'm pissed off too because all he said was... He didn't even pull us out of the car. I was like, at least he oh could have searched us. Y'all just like freaked out and oh, got in that, that mode so funny. of... What am I going to do? Okay, so tell me this. Did you get high? Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, ended up resting my like however many hours later... I was being shaken, like, by my ex. She was trying to wake me up. I had a pool of, like, sweat and drool, pretty much. And she was like, do I need to take you to the hospital? And I was just, like, so happy. I felt so good. I was so Oh, my God. And then, like, um, I pooped and just the bag came out. Uh, There was no, like, weed or anything. Yeah. So I I think my body just, like, I don't know, like, absorbed it. Just dissolved it. Wow. Pretty weird. I didn't really like stick a stick a put a stick in there and like look yeah. around, but like yeah. all, only the bag came out. So and that's so cool. That's, that's a funny ass wild. story. That's funny. It as did shit. get me so high though. So for was, how long were you high for? Um, I couldn't tell you. Like a day and a half. That's what it felt wow. like. So setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. Wow, that was like a really that hard was a laugh. Really good story. I can't believe you were eating like just all I the know. weed. But <laughs> have you done it? Have you eaten weed like that since or again to get that high again? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Not to get that high, but all <laughs> right, here's another one. Okay, uh, tell us. I have this old school classic car, and it's got so many things wrong with it. One of it is it doesn't have a license plate, license plate bracket on the back of the car, and so I have to put my license plate in the front of the car. So. I was just getting onto a main street. I had just got the car back. I was testing it out, seeing if it was good. And I was going to one of my friends' house. And I had just sparked up a blunt. And as soon as I turned onto a main road, I get pulled over because I don't have a license, license plate on the back of my car. And the cop is like pulling up really, really hard, walking wide around the car because, you know, it's tinted. It's a classic mm-hmm. car. It's ballsy like, of you to be doing heck? that with no license plate. It's in the front. It does have a license. It's but registered, on the back, insured. But the fact that, like, you're smoking and you're, like, just being like, oh, go ahead and pull me over, <laughs> no. police officer. Yeah, I ate the whole I mean, really. As soon as I sparked it, you I have ate to it? it. The whole blunt, yeah. <laughs> it's easier than a quarter. What oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to title this episode, like, The Boy Who Eats Weed. <laughs> I can Wu-Tang it really well, too. <laughs> The boy who panic eats weed. <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. 
It's my party trick. I'm fucking dead. Okay, wait. So tell me this. What did you feel after the blood? Did, was it still like on like lit when you ate it? No, no, no. I okay. put it out. I put it out. Okay. So then like what happened after that? Um, I go over to my friend's house and it pretty much just kind of feels like you eat like a quarter of a Xanax almost, you know, just like a little bit of a like very, a- very like edible high, you know. Yeah, so that is. I guess technically yeah, it becomes an edible instead of like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Please don't tell us a story like that again for like a few more minutes, so I don't have to cry. Um. I. I don't think there's like very many. Uh, it's okay. You so can circle funny. back around to it. Okay. So, so I'm flipping the script. <laughs> so something that I love about cannabis is the diversity and the knowledge that I feel like I can never learn enough of. What's something would you say, Nika, that's revolving around like the cannabis plant, the cultivation, maybe it's a random fact, the culture, or something that's just like mind blowing about marijuana that you've just like recently learned about or you're curious about? Like you guys have touched base on Rick Simpson oil as well. Okay. Which is pretty cool. I heard about it. Let's say shout out to Jeff Luster. Um, I think about four years ago. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really grasp what it was. It's it's a uh, that and then also full spectrum mm. like, things like that like things that are just this look from yes. full spectrum yeah yeah, uh, yeah. learning that was a pretty important difference that's so. cool yeah, that's it, like everyone's at a different pace and like on their own patient journey yeah. so it I feel like it took it, that's not something I just knew about and no. cared about right off the bat anything being full spectrum or I mean it's not just readily available yeah. like there's not just signs when you walk into a dispensary full spectrum versus right. like, and you like know? sometimes yeah anyways um, no that's, that, cool. that's cool there's so much there's so many fascinating things about cannabis that like mm-hmm. blows my mind so I just like wanted to know what, what like kind of where you were at one thing I do need to look into and I think we should actually look up while I'm here is weed laws and gun laws. Are there any in Oklahoma? Is that a gray area? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I think that you can have, um, a, I understand you can't consume any kind of uh, drugs or alcohol and then use a firearm. So yeah, that's an obvious one. But what about weed? Like you're allowed to store it in your car and then also have a gun or what? Let's look. Legit questions here. Saba's currently looking it up on the computer. Regulations. Asking the questions the viewers want to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, marijuana use and gun ownership, what you need to know. Tell um, us, Bob. It is unlawful for an authorized user of a controlled substances, including, including marijuana, to possess, ship, transport, or receive firearms or an ammunition. It is also unlawful to sell a firearm arm or ammunition to any person if the seller knows or has reasonable cause to believe such a person... Such person is unlawful, an unlawful user of marijuana. So I am a lawful user because I'm a medical card. Yes. Okay. So that puts me in the clear. So then. we can also further research. We can ask yeah. our. Um, That's a good question. Our our girl Jade <laughs> from BIC yeah, Legal. Seriously, shout out to Jade. <laughs> She's a great gal. Who are we sponsored by today? Oh, wow. So glad you asked. Today we are sponsored by. Dun, dun, dun. BIC Legal with Jade Pebworth and Nostal Pre-Rolls. They're really bomb. Infused Pre-Rolls. Kanika, you should go find them and try one. They're available at Likewise. Likewise. And High Voltage, I yeah. think. Yes. Okay, sir. here we go. The law states, in Oklahoma, a medical marijuana patient or caregiver license shall not be denied the right to own, possess, or purchase a firearm, ammunition, or accessories 
based solely on his or her status as a medical marijuana patient. So you can. You yes. cannot be discriminated against a card, sir. Nice. I'm yeah. very happy to hear that. Yeah. So then, Nika, let's flip it a little. We all have things we like to do when we unwind or when we smoke or when we smoke and unwind or when we smoke and like to do something for ourselves. What's your thing to do? I like to cook for people. For people? Okay. Wow. What are you cooking for us, Nika? Um, anything. Whatever <laughs> you guys like. Do you have any dietary restrictions? No. So, you're a, so you're a good cook. <laughs> Is I, that what I'm taking from I know I'm skinny and they say never trust a skinny chef. <laughs> I didn't even think of that or go there, but no. you're a good cook. Is yes. that right? What's your like specialty? Um, okay, one thing I don't know how to cook, but I need to learn is Iranian food. But pretty much any kind of uh, chicken or pasta dish, anything with steak, uh, you can ask Arsha and Arafan, the owner of Fast Lane Motors and Import Motors. Uh, <laughs> but you guys can ask them. I make a good steak. And uh, okay, you're gonna cook for us. Yeah, steak. I love Casseroles. mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. That's simple. Yeah, okay. I make my own base for the cheese. You say okay. I was about to say you or, say it's you simple, know what? But it's not I think gross. I want like a pasta that has like bruschetta type vibes and mm. then ooh, and, and, and like ricotta. I love vibes. ricotta cheese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Balsamic. On next episode. What about like seafood? Yeah. Next time. I love shrimp. Next episode. Reviewing Nika's food. Dude, have you ever tried uh, using cannabis in cooking? Okay. So um, I'm actually about to hit up Sarah to see if she had time today to like make edibles because. (gasps) Fun. One random car lot uh, worker was just like, hey man, you smoke weed? I'm like, yeah. He's like, come to my trunk. I'm like, okay. You want this? It's like a quarter pound, like in a huge like pound sack. I'm like, where'd the rest of it go? What are you doing here? And uh, he was just like, yeah, you could just have the rest of it. I was like, all right, cool. So it's like a little bit higher than mid. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. like the perfect cooking weed. Dude. And I'm like, okay. So let's you had let's some do something. Guy off the street. Hell yeah. Market possibly. <laughs> but yeah, shit. Okay. That's fun. Have you, have you ever cooked with cannabis before? Um, back in the day, I had a friend who did, and I would help him, mm-hmm. and, um, he decarboxylated it, yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. um, infused it with the coconut oil, and I was there during the whole process just because we could smoke, you know, yeah. some of it mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I like cooking, like I Ooh, said. Yeah. You should tie it into your meals and figure out how, I mean, there's like butters, like can Dude, of butters and stuff. You could that do you like could a full use. time. If you really want to chef it up, Nika, and do something different, you could be a can of chef. So, so, you know, the middle... The brown people salad, the cucumber, yeah, onion, tomato. I love that with shit. The, okay, so I got my uncle uh, a 1200 milligram coconut oil and I got it to him, right? Yeah. And he was like, Is it quality coconut oil? I was like, Yeah, it's good oil. He was like, I might just. Have does, it. He know it's con- does he know it's. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him. Okay. He was like, Okay, I'll just have it raw. I was like, Don't do that. Don't do it just out the spoonful. No, don't do that. Just mix it with stuff. <laughs> he's trying to get high. He don't care. He don't care about the food. Like, he's 70-something. Like, he's had two open heart surgeries. Uh-huh. Like, he's, yeah. you know. Yeah. He, he uses CBD, but I was like, I have something that's Could a little RSO bit more. could be nice yeah. for him. Yeah, but it's very hard for him to qualify for that. You know, it's just, he has 110 things going on. He's not that type of guy. So I was like, here, I'll just send you this. Dude, he could qualify for your medical marijuana patient in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, if he you doesn't have... live in Oklahoma. That's oh, okay. okay. I got you. I got yeah. you. So. Okay. Well. He loved it, though, because he yeah. did try it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did put it in the little uh, mm-hmm. cucumber, so tomato, onion salad. And uh, 
he was like, man, that thing helped all my inflammation in my joints. Like, yeah. I had the best night of sleep. And I was like, <laughs> what'd you do with the oil? He was like, I hit it and I can't find it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. He hit it and he can't find it. Did he take it all? <laughs> I was like, did you ask your wife? And does she even know about it? He was like, yeah, but I don't think I told her where I was going to hide it. And she doesn't know where it is either. <laughs> so we can't find it. I was uh, like, all right, that's well. That's funny. Hopefully he I finds it. I think he it. just wants me to send him more. I think Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Take what a hint. <laughs> yeah. So how does your family feel about you consuming cannabis, Nika? Are you guys pretty open about that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we share a... We share an office, my mom and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like our just our family office. We just get statements and stuff sent there. So sometimes we run into each other. And every now and then I'll be smoking. And it's just like Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Oklahoma right now. It's like 40-something, low 40s. Mm. Getting me prepared for the Columbus, Ohio weather. Yeah, sure um, is. I'll run into my mom sometimes and I'll smoke inside, you know. And uh, I have a booth, like a you know restaurant booth yeah. in the garage. I'll just sit there and smoke. She'll come in. Mika... It smells like weed in here. I have to paint the whole office just to get the smell out. And I'm like, oh Mom, gosh. what are you talking about? You just Febreze a little bit, you know? You and she's like, Febreze why are you smoking so much? I'm like, smoking? How? What do you mean? This is my first joint of the day. And she's like, Nika. And I, I pull out my medical card. And she's like, what? Nika, I've seen this like a million times. I'm like, then why do you keep saying something about it? You yeah, know? you're like, I'm showing you. Yeah, that's Leave my me. ID. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm legal, Mom. Check me out. I'm a patient. But, uh. Uh, another funny thing is, you know, my grandma's from Iran, so uh, she'd be she's from the village as well, but mm-hmm. she doesn't have an intense story like that. Um, she's just impoverished. Uh, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, Nika's car smells like uh, the countryside at night," <laughs> and you know, like oh, the U.S. Army yeah. would go in and burn the fucking weed fields, and she'd be like, "Yeah, it just gives me memories." Oh, my, of, yeah. oh, my mom would come like, "Nika, stop smoking in your car and picking up your grandma," and I'm like, "Oh." PTSD. Your grandma remembers that. She's such a simple woman. She's like, it just reminds me of Iran. And I'm like, oh, that's so funny. That is hilarious. What a um, a memory that stands out. And a random smell, like the smell of cannabis that reminds. That's so funny. Um, Would you say that you feel like cannabis has opened your perspective and like your mind and just your everyday life? There's so many experiences um, from all walks of life that. You know, like when people smoke weed, you just like, like, wow, okay, so mm-hmm. like this is how you see the world, this is how the person sees the world. Yeah. Right. I really like it because there's some people I would have never met or would have wanted to meet if I didn't smoke weed. You Agreed. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's definitely made me branch out, uh, not only my comfort zone, but like how I interpret people in the world. So yeah. it definitely feels good to. I like that. It kind of enlightens you in a sense, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opens your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we met Nika through our really good friend, Sarah. And that was our intro, and he's always been such a ray of sunshine. You've always been such a ray. I'm talking about you like you're not sitting right next to me. But I feel like you get into some things. I feel like you're a little bit of trouble. and (laughs) With your stories. (laughs) Yeah, with your stories. So tell us, like, when I say, like, damn. Like, tell us this first story that comes to your head that you're like, damn, that has to do with cannabis. Whether it's, like, a good memory, you were at, like, a festival and something crazy happened while you were smoking, or, like, just one memory that, when I say, what's the first memory that comes to your mind of the coolest or, like, the craziest place you've smoked? Yeah. What 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 would, what comes to mind? So, I already have this. This was part of my notes that I was talking to you guys Okay! <laughs> um, the first time I actually got in trouble for weed, I didn't even have weed on me. And this is Oklahoma, like, era 2000. I was in high school, so let's say 13, 14. So wow. 
I was going to a party in Norman, mm-hmm. following another group of people on Lindsay Street, right where the railroad tracks are and the, where the U-Haul facility yep, is. I know exactly where you're talking Paint about. the picture. Dude. <laughs> The cop was hiding right after the railroad tracks, and I was following a group of people. They were speeding, and my friends had been smoking in my car earlier, and it uh, smelled like weed. Uh, they left two baggies and then those cool little jars that you get at, like, Spencer's. That's yeah. a uh, doctor prescribed for medical use only. Yeah. You know? And, like, those fake stupid suction cup tops. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Nico. They left two grand baggies with just, like, because they had smoked. and there was yeah. just Dude, that is not cool as yeah. a friend. I like, know. make sure I you freaking clean up all your, all your stuff. Pick up after tracks. yourself. Yeah. Anyway, so I had a group chat with the guys in soccer, and I'm, like, texting them. I'm in the backseat of the cruiser, and they don't believe me. I'm taking a picture and sending it. They're like, there's no way you still have your phone. Why do you still have your phone? I was like, I really don't know. I think it's because I'm a minor or something. Or something. I, yeah. I technically yeah. wasn't even allowed to be out like past curfew my uh, mom pulls up she's pissed because <laughs> oh, no. they told me like they, you have to call somebody to come pick you yeah. up rage we're gonna take you to juvie if you don't man they impounded the car <sighs> over two baggies dude oh then that yeah, that's those yeah. are those stories those are yeah. i mean there's plenty of those out there and that's so, that yeah. sucks though mm-hmm. yeah that is wild that does suck and it wasn't even yours and you're did you- those friends Ever say sorry? No. <laughs> Any, wow. But that's when I learned Fuck that those paraphernalia is anything used for the transportation, inhalation, inflammation <laughs> of drugs or any drug substance. And I was like, dun, dun, dun. I became, Dude, that my, never never leaves you. <laughs> that, that started my like att- attorney spree and like path and just like learning laws and just trying to get into it. Like stuff like that's important. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. I needed to know, I guess, for the guns and weed. Yeah, but, yeah. everything everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, real, that was fucked time. up, but. So you're big into culture, and there's there's culture here in Oklahoma City. What's been the coolest thing you've been a part of or experienced with, like, the cannabis culture, like, community here in Oklahoma City? So you guys actually had uh, a mutual friend, Barrett, who is yes. young hippie kid in. Yes. Shout out to Yich. That's unfortunately how I read it, young hippie kid. Yich. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I read it like <laughs> That's that. okay. My brain's just wired like that. Um but he's a cool kid, and uh, I really like that. Really uh, cool kid. He has kid. a very, very deep involvement in Oklahoma City and the community, so I like that a lot. He likes to create culture. Yeah. yeah. Shout yes. out to Kyle, too. You guys have also had Yeah, Kyle shout out to Kyle. Show. Unruly Kyle. Good people, man. Unruly citizens. Yes. Wow. Shout, shout out to Grade A Dispensary right <laughs> on the street. <laughs> or also, um, the, what's the name of it? Um, to dispense the cannabis refinery right oh, up the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, Come the on. cannabis refinery. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let's flip the script and talk about your patient journey. Speaking of dispensaries, what's your favorite spot to go to? Your go-to consistent that you know every single time you go in and out, you're going to be taken care of. Great A. Right. Shout out. Uh, great A dispensary, man. Like, they always have such a wide variety of things. Yeah. And just... I mean, I always get flour, but to have that many options, I'll, like, branch out and get certain edibles, and they'll always have the stuff that I'm looking for. Um, so speaking of going into dispensaries, what stands out to you personally as a patient that makes or breaks your your experience whenever you're, like, trying out new spots? Honestly, with Oklahoma, if the place doesn't feel sketchy, that's always number one. Do I get I feel it. safe. Uh-huh. You know? like, yeah, yeah, that's real. I'm a small guy, you know. I like nicer things and just, like, okay. walking like in and out. Like. If you have a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. you don't want to feel, like, suspicious, you know. No, I yeah. feel you. Be suspicious, though. Everyone has their own answer. <laughs> Heck, yeah. So, okay, what about the flower side then? How do you personally go about, like, looking for a flower you want to buy? Is there anything that's, like, important to you when you shop? And there's no wrong answer here because we all consume differently. Um, I don't want to 
like bullshit. Don't bullshit. I want something that's gonna comatose me because okay. I want to get my mind off of my day. Yes. You know? I just want to sit back and do something mundane, like play with a cat. You know, like yeah. wash dishes or fold yeah. laundry. You know, yeah. So you're that's are you maybe the type of consumer who, like, whenever you go in, you're just wanting something like, hey, something that's sedative that feels good. Tell me what you have. What's your favorite for that? That kind yes. of buyer. And then I kind of look for something that's a little bit higher on like mm-hmm. the CBD side. So okay. I like uh, okay. sacrifice or compromise for like I don't really care about how high of a THC because you know that's always a yeah yeah that's a very it's not always the uh, thing that matters novice way to judge things for but sure. I want something I'm like, hey, do you smoke flour? You know, and if mm-hmm. you do, do you prefer sativa indica um, mm-hmm. with something that's a little bit stronger? Mm-hmm. That's gonna, you know, have yeah. a good CBD level as well. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's good. important. So, living in a state that is legal is something to be really hyped about. I know we are. I am, anyways. Every time I go into dispensary, what's your favorite thing about being a medical marijuana patient in Oklahoma? No pressure. I mean, <laughs> nothing <laughs> really. I mean, yeah. I've been doing the same thing with yeah. or without the card. So, yeah, that's honestly. legit. Yeah. Um, but like now you can go home when you pull up. You're like back home smoking legal. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah, hey. yeah. Because it's always it's always waiting for me. And uh, you you know the people. Some of my friends have dispensaries, and I like that because. Um, people are pretty straightforward. Like the hospitality in the state of Oklahoma kind of branches out into the dispensary as well. Southern Obviously, there's going to be like, yeah, there are, you know, bad eggs in the, mm-hmm. the bunch. But Always. for the most part, Oklahoma does a great job for helping people out. Yeah, just the fact that like we have access to cannabis cannabis as medicine. And I think one of the biggest things for me was being able to purchase and drive with it and not feel like I'm watching my back or like making sure I have a plan Mm -hmm. if I did get pulled over, you know, like not having to worry about like carrying cannabis Mm -hmm. on. The thing with me in my community, it's hard to just smoke and be free about it, you know? Uh I have my friend's parents, Mm -hmm. and you have to still be in touch with their traditional side, and you have to respect that. And it's like, you can't Mm -hmm. smell like a dispenser. My uh, coworker had to get something from my car, and he was like, damn, man, it smells like a whole weed farm in there. I was like, damn, not the store or anything, just the whole farm. He was like, yeah, man. The whole farm. Holy shit. Okay, well, sorry. (laughs) Did you get what I needed? Did you get what you needed? Yeah, Yeah, that's the real question. Did you get what you needed? So, okay, we love hearing perspectives from different people, and we've heard a lot, I feel like, thus far on this episode. Um, what was what would you say as some solid advice or just like positive words of encouragement, Nika, that you want our listeners to know? Don't use weed as a numbing outlet because a lot of people just smoke and smoke because it's where they feel comfortable. And um, you can utilize that and be like, okay, well, I'm going to decompress my brain, mm-hmm. but let me write a list to see what's important to me and what my priorities are. Um, a lot of people just kind of like keep smoking. I know I was kind of going down that path too when my dad passed away. I just kind of numbed myself. And then, you know, X amount of years later, you're like, okay, well, all you've been doing is like smoking and doing what the traditional things that you're supposed to be doing in life, what other people want you to do. What do I want for myself? And then you're kind of like resetting and you have like half the accolades of what a traditional version of your family wants. And then you're like, okay, well, what does Nika want? What is yeah, that like living different separate lives? Mm-hmm. Feeling so. yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. I feel yeah. like I've always told Brandon that growing up that I felt like I lived a double life. 
No, I, that's good though. I yeah. mean, to not, yeah, you don't want to ever abuse a substance. Mm, yeah. And I think that's a solid advice. Yeah, that's good, Nika. Yeah. So, Nika, we ask everyone this question What's the stigma surrounding cannabis you'd like to see changed? Well, that it's not going to make you a bad person, you know? Yeah. Like, I think some of the best people smoke weed. You know, yeah, like, yeah. The most successful, yeah. I think, some of the most mm-hmm. successful people smoke cannabis, and they still do a damn good job yeah. at life and whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially young people. Like, especially young people. Take a take a step back, and you know, you really understand that people perceive you based off of just quick, quick, you know, characteristics. Yeah, and for sure. Idiosyncrasies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. You smoke. Well, you can't be trusted. You can't do business with me. You know, like yeah. I know. I know. My- <laughs> That's weird. That's real. It, it is. That's crazy. It is. I know. So be very weary of that. I mean, it's still. You know, we're emerging right now, and uh, just you know, keep with it. You know, introduce it to you know, whether it be your business partners, mm-hmm. your friends. You know, just yeah. It's hard to say like, oh, keep it on the down low, but you know, it's a like some people it's, get turned off by it. They yeah. really yeah. do. So yeah. until and, you that know, stigma's yeah. broken, we you know, you have to have a conversation. You know, that's how you start it off. Like, hey, how do you feel about? Pe-? And then why? You know, yeah, like, having have the you had a bad experience with somebody that smoked weed. Yeah, or was it the person or was it the weed? You know, yeah, like, breaking yeah. it down too, because like you're not gonna get anywhere. With people who can't be open-minded or, you know, can't get past certain thoughts. But I think that is a productive way, Nika, of doing it, you know, being able to like, let's talk about it. That's Mm -hmm. how you, that's how you break any stigma is by talking about it and, you know, being mindful and like being, just listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That was great, Nika. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, I think this wraps up today's episode, guys. Is there anything you want to add, Nika, before we hop off today? No. Congratulations on like hundred plus episodes. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. International one from Australia, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I really got. I want to give you guys a shout out for your merchandise. You guys just dropped new merchandise, right? Yes, we did. So, we did. I'm about to go did. check it out and buy some right now. So, <laughs> oh, so I'm not a fake fan, you know. Get some merch. We love you so much for I know. supporting us yes. and just cheering us on. I'm gonna leave you guys with one funny weed situation okay all right. let's drop it so um everybody and their mom smokes weed in oklahoma right mm-hmm. i went through a drive through gas station and um i asked for two coconut waters and the guy kind of looked at me weird and walked off okay that's cool came <laughs> back 546 all right i gave him my credit card and he ran it hands me a bag with two cokes and a water, I was like, "What?" I asked for two coconut waters. He's like, "Oh, I thought you said two cokes and a water." And I was like, "I can't even be mad because it does sound very similar." So, y'all motherfuckers need to chill on smoking before you work. That's, that's, hey, on my coconut a- water. Thanks for sharing your stories, Nika. Uh, Nika, I love your stories. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for next week. And as always, brands stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. 
Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.